It's time to go full speed ahead with Michael Kelly. Each week, we take you inside all the big sports stories at USF from the perspective of the man who oversees the program, Vice President of Athletics, Michael Kelly. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. Always appreciate the opportunity to go bull speed ahead with Michael Kelly. And this is, you know, where the seasons actually we feel like there's a seasons change weather wise and seasons are changing when it comes to sports as well as we go from soccer, volleyball still going. And of course, basketball beginning this week, we'll get to those topics. But let's start off with a couple of things that are coming up immediately on the calendar. It's going to be a big week as far as the new Hall of Fame class. It's a, it is a busy, busy, busy week for us, which is so exciting. Crossover season, as you mentioned, has a lot of start starting and stopping and different events throughout, uh, but uh, nothing more important than to be able to honor some of our past legends and and uh, be able to uh, uh, do that so, so effectively. So we've got the Hall of Fame class coming in. We've got an event for them on, on uh, Friday night, uh, which will be great. And then we'll have them obviously honored again at the football game uh, during a break on on Saturday as well so lots of things going on and obviously we'll talk about each one of them and I think we'll be able to have uh, the way the schedule's falling we're going to be able to have the team from each sport I think be there to uh, honor that their respective sport in terms of so we've got a men's soccer or women's soccer and obviously a uh, women's golfer to, uh, to 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 be in in the in the Hall of Fame we should have most of the teams there uh, at that event to be able to you know envision what they want to do with their career <laughs> to be hopefully one day honored in the USF Athletics Hall of Fame. Awesome. I'm a big soccer guy, so I was just waiting to see if she was going to be one of those first in, first chance. Officially, was Evelyn Vienne in on the first opportunity, the all-time score in women's soccer history? She was. That was the first time, and obviously with uh, the incredible records that she set here uh, quite recently, this was the first year she was eligible because uh, there's a couple-year gap after you play your last game here as USF. And so, yep, she's already in there, amazing <laughs> goal scorer, and obviously uh, – you know, just just remembering the great uh, the great striking that she did and led us to uh, the Sweet 16 and everything else with that year was really really special. So we're excited about uh, Evelyn and I know uh, uh, you know Coach uh, Shilty Brown and, and uh, the staff and the players will be excited to uh, to honor her. And Coach Shilty Brown and company just wrapped up their season. It, it was great to be able to go down to Bradenton and watch them wrap things up, even though it didn't work out the way they wanted to. And also from the men's soccer team, what a year they had, what a game they had on Sunday night. They did make the AAC tournament, although they did lose late to Memphis. I think they're going to have a lot of returning players from next for next year that we can look forward to. But as far as the pass, honoring an outstanding member of that team, goalkeeper, former Rowdy and MLS goalkeeper Jeff Antonella. Yeah, to have uh, Jeff come in. Je Jeff's obviously set a great standard for us winning Big East championships and a lot of great success that he had on the field here as a, as a bull, but then to uh, go on and have a great pro career as well. And he stayed so active even with our program uh, athletically overall. He's a great supporter of USF Athletics. He he uh, you know talks about us a lot in the different forums he has and the way he's gone on beyond soccer and then obviously stays very close to Bob Butehorn and the, and the, and the team. So uh, it'll be great to, to see him get uh, his, his just rewards for a great, great career, uh, you know, blocking goals left and right. It was funny to see even during our game the other night against uh, Memphis in the tournament, uh, the announcers involved in that game had, had noticed that in the game notes and were, were talking about how they, awesome. were ne they were never able to score against <laughs> Jeff back in the day and how that was a, certainly a great uh, and appropriate honor for, for Jeff. 
How about a first-team All-American back in 2009 and a guy that is, is doing a lot, as you mentioned, to still represent South Florida. He also writes children's books, so I, I had him on at halftime on one of the broadcasts, and That's I said, right. I you, should, you should have no issues with this speech. And he said, yeah, but I can't really rhyme <laughs> like I was writing a kid's <laughs> book. But either way, he is a, a great representative, so I would actually look forward to that speech. And then Kelly Lagardos from Women's Golf, another program that is making headlines these days, so it's kind of cool how there's a little connection there. But she was the, the first great yeah, really, really great. And in a year that we're honoring the 50th anniversary of, of USF women's golf, it's it's fitting to have uh, uh, the ultimate, you know, the first great uh, leader and great performer like Kelly come coming back. She was so excited when we talked to her. She's got she knows the significance of, of the honor not only for Good. being in the Hall of Fame, but obviously what it means for our women's golf program. And you're right to see the the trajectory that uh, our our team continues to go on. I think will be very very. We'll have a great, great level of support for Kelly and, and the women's golf program at that on that night. Funny looking at the photo of her on GoUSFBulls.com, and it does have that Brahmin uh, on yeah, her sleeve. Yeah, just like we brought it back, for, just like we've brought <laughs> it back on the on our current girls' uh, golf bags and, and, <laughs> and special jerseys and things. So. Well, I might have a hookup on the golf team, uh, women's golf. That slid me one of those shirts that has the Brahmin, and it's it's a keeper, man. It's great. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah, it really is. And by the way, really cool that another. Maybe Hall of Famer in the future, not to put any pressure on MG, but Melanie Green was named for the second time in the fall the Golfer of the Month in the yeah, conference. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> We're so excited about that to have back-to-back, basically, uh, Golfer of the Month or twice this fall is, is tremendous. So can't wait to see her continue to compete next spring for the green and gold and try to bring us a, an AAC title when the girls get ready for that tournament. Before we talk about basketball and the football game and the special salute to service, I see your little jacket you got on there is pretty awesome when it comes to that we we have to mention okay our streak of player of the week that doesn't slip this because we had two players of the month amazing right alvin tadorica of men's tennis was player of the month all he did was make it to the national ita fall championships all the way to the quarterfinal and he partnered with eric Velius to reach uh, get a couple wins the in the consolation too, bracket man. so i mean just a tremendous tremendous showing great fall for for alvin and you're right to, to win another performer of the month uh title for 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 our you know in our conference we've had a you know a lot of great performances this 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 fall like you said our, our streak for of the performer of the month and players of the week statuses are continue to be very very strong and i know even uh, in volleyball we had another offensive player of the week uh, as well this week so uh, with maria so just uh, simply incredible uh, performances which we're excited about bulls are doing a lot of good stuff and maria andrage and volleyball will be playing Two big ones. There's a lot going on this weekend. Uh, we've got basketball. We'll get there, as I said, in a second. But volleyball playing East Carolina Thursday and Friday it happens to be the team they're tied for first place with. We have forecasted this a little bit. You could see it coming how well they started. But they had to take care of business in Philly last weekend, and they took two from Temple. So they're tied, and the team they're tied with comes to the corral. I think people need to know about that. Yeah, the huge series. I mean, we're, we're tied with East Carolina in first place in the Eastern Division. And uh, this will be a critical uh, two-game two-game set to uh, a two-match set to, to determine at least uh, put us in position to go ahead and uh, and knock it out. So they're coming here. We've had a chance to beat East Carolina last year, uh, but uh, they're playing well. They're playing tough, and we look forward to the to the chance. And yes, winning both games, uh, win, excuse me, winning both matches in Temple last week was a huge accomplishment because last year, you know, if you recall, we had that heartbreaker of a loss at Temple where we had led, and then we just kind of let it. Slip so to have the and we had fallen behind in the in the in the first and second set I guess here at uh, Temple but to have the fortitude to come and rally from I guess it was 23-18 and come back and win that set and then go on and knock out the rest of the uh, 
uh, go on and win the rest of the match on, on uh, Thursday and then go ahead and, and sweep it on Friday was really, really strong. So it just shows that emotional growth and the physical growth of our program. And this could be a good good next step. So let's have a great crowd at the corral, get people out there to support our, uh, support our, our ladies in, in, in women's volleyball. And our Bulls have five matches left, two this week, Thursday, Friday. Next week they play two at FAU, which is a game behind. So it's right, very it's, tight, very it's tight. all going to get decided. It's just awesome to be talking about the fact that they're in the in the running to decide a division champion in the East. Now, salute to service. I see. I don't know if you're going to be wearing that gear all week long. I think you probably have enough gear to do it, and you should be. I know it's a special, uh, not just game for the Bulls, continuing to try to get to that bowl status, but also all that's going around this Saturday. Yeah, we're very grateful that we're we tend to always be able to have a game right around the Veterans Day holiday. Yeah. Um, it's important to our institution because we are such a strong institution as it relates to providing opportunities educationally for uh, for veterans. We're one of the leading uh, institutions for providing you know, for veterans when they finish their service to come back and get their degrees. That's a big part of it. We've got a great ROTC program for all the different branches here that support the country, and then obviously we're in a in a market where McDill Air Force Base is, where so many uh, joint operations uh, commands are, are, are here for our country. And now uh, with the state of, uh, you know, two major wars going on in the world right now that, uh, that uh, you know, just kind of makes everyone, I think, realize that much more just how important our service, uh, service men and women are, how our military is so uh, vital to the life that we all enjoy and, and, and the pivotal role that Tampa Bay in general and USF uh, specifically play is a, it's just a perfect day to always be able to honor our uh, our servicemen and women and we're excited to do that this uh, this week against uh, against Temple. I know there'll be some very special events during the course and during some of the breaks. Don't go anywhere. Don't leave your seats. But I also know that there was a special offer uh, to be able to actually provide tickets for United States service members and I think that's fantastic. And uh, like you say, there's so much that goes on with it. There's going to be a ceremony for people being enlisted there at the stadium and that's going to be a noon kickoff it's just special all the way around yeah it really is and in some years the generosity of some bulls fans have allowed for as many as five to seven thousand servicemen wow. to be able to go to the game so we hope that can happen again this this week and as you mentioned it's always very fitting to have men and women get being enlisted in directly into the service at, at, at their ceremony enlistment ceremony right there at the, at the stadium we've done uh, two, of, two of the last three years we've been able to do that i think and we're doing it again this, this week so very very special by the way, you can still do that if you call 1-800-GO-BULLS as you're listening to this and you want to help provide tickets to United States service members. It's not too late to get that done. All right, basketball season began on Monday night. It was fun to be a part of. It's definitely a different-looking team, but no shocker, Jose Fernandez has brought in some new talent, and they were able to take care of a pesky Texas Arlington team, 76-61. Yeah, great crowd for opening night. Uh, really was impressed with the student turnout and the band, of course, always doing a, doing a great job. And to see our faithful, loyal season ticket holders out there as they are every night for them got off to a great start. So a solid 15-point win. That the lead had stretched out further than that, but we played well and, and uh, got, the, got the job done. So it was exciting to see the new players and get them a chance to get together because we hadn't didn't have an exhibition per se. We had a couple of scrimmages, and so that was still – uh, a different circumstance for them to get out there. So we're, we're excited about it and have a chance to see them play again on Friday. Friday, that's going to be a 4 o'clock. We mentioned volleyball. That'll be going on at 2 o'clock, so busy. And, oh, yeah, Thursday night is going to be the official start for men's basketball season. Although, if you were able to attend the Yingling Center like I was last Thursday, got to see them in their exhibition. And I'll tell you what, it is going to be a fun team to watch. These guys have 
a variety of game. You could see the Kennesaw, Kennesaw State transfers, Chris Youngblood, Brandon Stroud are going to have a big impact. But Kobe Knox, a Tampa kid, uh, they've got talent up and down the line. This freshman point guard, Jaden Reed, they win 94-49. Of course, it starts for real this Thursday, but uh, people uh, need to check this team out. It'll be a very entertaining style of play. Uh, a lot of great team chemistry already that you know is only going to get better as time time goes on. So I enjoyed seeing their togetherness, and the ball movement was particularly good for a first game. So, mm. yes, I, I encourage our folks to get out there and uh, – uh, see this home opener for for real and 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 we've talked before but just so many great fan amenities the yangling center has been uh cleaned up dramatically in terms of a brand new concourse floor that looks fantastic obviously the new playing surface that our teams both love and it looks they look great from our, our branding perspective uh, and we've added new new light features we've got all kinds of uh abilities not, you know obviously to go dark in the in the house but uh, different gobos that we can flash different uh, connected lighting, LED lighting that's better for the overall atmosphere. So it's just uh, continuing to make great improvements that just make a, you know, Tampa Bay's home for hoops something very special for fans and players alike. And the court itself is phenomenal. <laughs> it's just gorgeous. I know you showed me a little sneak peek of it. Michael's always showing me renderings. Let me tell you, that, no, just kidding about the other sport. But as far as basketball goes, it's even better in person because you kind of have that that depth to the actual wood planks. But Tampa Bay, as you said, and South Florida and the Bull U, it looks great. Have you yeah, gotten a lot yeah. of comments on that? Because yeah, I, I think people love it. it. It's a great playable surface. No dead spots on there right now, which is great <laughs> for the players. And then, but yeah, the, the natural wood of that, just nice and clean. Just a really great. Uh, uh, clean demonstration of our, of our overall brand to be able to bring together for people. You got to remember sometimes people that are watching a game that aren't as familiar with us, they, you want to piece it all together in a very simple and clean way. You're able to see the outstanding logo that we've got to re reference that with the South Florida Bulls and then to have Tampa Bay on the, on the end lines to kind of reinforce our location is a really, really important thing for us. And did I sort of have a flashback to a football game? Was it at the, because I usually have my head down, I'm just trying to get the information on there. At the end of the third quarter, did they do what they do at football games with bringing the lights down and bringing the green around that? I mean, you're talking about <laughs> being able to do different things. Yeah. You've got a pretty sharp staff. Yeah, last night in the third quarter. Yeah, we were able to, <laughs> going in the, in the fourth quarter, we were able to kind of bring that bring, bring that down and just kind of create that excitement back again when we were doing the, when the spirit squads come out and do the Go Bulls aspect. So that's really fun. Yeah, it's, it's a great product. And again, Thursday night is the opener for Amir Abdurrahim's team. Anything else going on? I mean, I think, I think we covered it all. I'm sure there's a, a few items that are, are going to slip through the cracks every week, but uh, you got anything on your agenda other than football and, and other sporting events? Uh, it's just been a busy busy week, which is so much fun. I mean, we've got something every night. I've said women's basketball uh, last night in terms of their opener. Tonight there's a there's a fundraiser that's going on as it relates to uh, uh, major donations to be made to our lacrosse program that we'll be able to talk about uh, okay. next year, that there's some donors coming out to learn the game of lacrosse from Indy and her, her staff. Obviously, uh, uh, you know, Wednesday night we've got uh, uh, activities as, as always. Thursday we've got uh, all the the home opener, as you mentioned, for men's basketball, and then Friday we got we got because it's the official holiday. There's no classes, so that's why we've got the volleyball game at two. We got the women's basketball game at four. We got the uh, Hall of Fame banquet at, at eight, <laughs> and then we move on and have football obviously the next day at noon as well. So. And and I'm glad we end with that because can people still get tickets to the Hall of Fame banquet? They still can. You right? still can. You okay. can go out on our website and click the uh, message we have for a Hall of Fame banquet at the downtown Hilton, um, and a great way to uh, you know obviously honor Evelyn, uh, Jeff, and, and Kelly, and and uh, formally in, introduce them into the Hall of Fame. All right. Well, that's it. Not much going on. <laughs> As always, thanks for the time, Michael. Thank you, and go Bulls.